Welcome to Ask Theocast, answering your questions about theology and the Christian life. To send us your question, please visit us online at asktheocast.com or call us at 615-212-9212. Hi, this is John, and I'm going to be answering Andrew's question. He asked, is God pleased or displeased by our actions once we are in Christ? That's a good question, and I know there are many people who wonder, when I sin, is God disappointed in me? When I do acts of kindness and love, is God pleased with me? And you can fall into a really deep pit of despair when you start looking at how often you do sin and how many, how much, and compared to how much you uh, do works of righteousness or love and kindness. And if you live in that constant comparative state, you'll ever wonder, is God ever pleased with me at any moment in my life? Because I don't feel like I ever do comparatively. I don't ever feel like I do enough to outweigh my sinful nature. And a lot of people struggle with this. This is where our identity in Christ becomes very important to us. God does not look favorably upon you because of what you have done. That would mean somehow that your actions uh, manipulate God in some way, whether negatively or positively. We are told that when we are in Christ, we are clothed with Christ's righteousness, that when God looks at us, he sees the obedience of Christ, that we wear, uh, as, if, as it were, the sonship of, of Christ upon us. And when the Father looks at us, he sees he sees a son. He doesn't see us. And, and that's really hard for us to identify with because we don't feel the way in which God sees us. We don't see ourselves through the eyes of God. We can only see what we feel and see. I would even go farther to say if someone has entered into this relationship where they assume that God is pleased or displeased with them based upon their doing, I would challenge you that you don't even understand how sinful you truly are, that you offend God in ways that you don't even you're, you aren't even aware of. If you don't love God with everything that you are, your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and you don't love your neighbor as much as you love yourself, that's you're not living up to the two greatest commands that have been given to you. Most likely, if you're going to live on a balanced scale life where you know your good is outweighing your bad as far as not earning your salvation but pleasing God, I don't know if you'll ever please him enough to outweigh the way in which you displease him. So I think you need to understand the difference between identity and the way in which God interacts with us. He interacts with us based upon our status, not based upon our obedience. That being said, it doesn't mean your obedience is useless or it's of no value or you shouldn't focus on it. As a matter of fact, Paul and Peter both use this phrase of being ineffective or useless for the sake of the ministry and the gospel. So our obedience, the people who need it, are our neighbors and our church members, our family members around us. They need us to be kind and gracious and loving and to consider how to build them up and to love and to care for them and to sacrifice for them and to share the gospel with the lost. So this is where your good works are needed. We get so um, twisted with the understanding of good works as if God needs our good works to verify that before he blesses us or before he saves us, he needs to see them. He needs to see we mean business. He needs to to know that if we claim his name, we're also going to then claim him as Lord. And that's just not how it's seen. We We walk by faith. We look to Christ. We find our identity there. We find our security there. We find our hope there. And that's where we find our motivation. 
I, I would just look at things like Ephesians 4, 1 and following, where he says, if you have been called, a worthy way of walking in your calling is to love your brothers. But he gives you that firm identity and foundation in Ephesians 1 through 3. Second Peter 1 uh, and the first 12 verses there, he starts with that it's God's power that comes in and transforms us and brings us to life. And it's looking at the promises of God that transforms us into the image of Christ. And he says, now, if these are true of you, add to them love and kindness and meekness and mercy. And he says, if these are not yours and increasing, he doesn't give you fear or judgment. He says, you've forgotten that you've been cleansed from your former ways. So he points back to the gospel. So I'd say the gospel is the way in which we should find our identity. It's in Christ by faith alone, in Christ alone. It is there we then move forward and love others because we don't want to be ineffective for the gospel. Because we love the Father, we want to see the message of the gospel go forward. So I don't think we should look at it as God pleased or displeased with us. Uh, we are in Christ, so therefore he's always pleased with us. But our actions can be ineffective and not helpful as it is to the accomplishment of his will here on the earth. So hopefully that was helpful. Thanks, Andrew, for sending it in. Please keep sending in your questions. Thank you for listening to Ask Theocast. If this has been helpful to you, we would encourage you to check out our weekly podcast. To learn more and to download our free ebook, visit theocast.org.